All right, man. We're uh, we're live. I'm just double. Yo. Oh, it says we skipped frames. Of course we did. Let's uh, close this because I don't want to. Potato internet. Fucking can't ever get anything to work well. You know what I mean? What's up, uh, <laughs> YouTube? What's up, Twitch? What's up, Trovo? No. Anyone who jumps in? Uh, what's going on? This is episode. Oh, I gotta change the uh, graphic. I don't want to say sixty-two. <laughs> I'm testing something. Nope, it didn't work. Never mind. And let's get back to where we can see our pretty faces. What is up, everybody? I don't even know why I'm hiding oh, the yo, graphic. Yo. We all know what today's about. Black Panther. Yeah, what kind of forever? Uh, we're going to do a deep dive. I figure we'll give it a couple of minutes, let uh, people jump into the chat, jump into the stream. Um, in the meantime, we'll give it a couple. While we give it some time here, I had a few things I wanted to just throw out there. Number one, the two of you guys dropping tons of content on YouTube. The unboxing video, uh, really well done. And uh, I definitely hope to see more of those in the future. And Fred, your Gorilla yes, Bars video was uh, made my ride home from work today. Very... Uh, a very easy ride, even though I was sitting in traffic. I enjoyed oh, it so yeah. much. It was a combination of Harry Mack and your reaction. So I like it. <laughs> I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> I appreciate it. Let me uh, get the link out here and get some more people. We got three people in the in the viewing party up, already. Butters? So, uh, you know, don't be afraid to say nothing. I got to be switching over from the multi-stream chat and the Twitch chat. I don't know why uh, Streamlabs can't show me both. I guess I got to learn to fix that part. Let's see, chat settings. Can I choose who I uh, get to see? Let's take a look here. Let's take a look here. I don't need no filters. Who needs any of that crap? What I did last time was I, I literally went to all three websites and popped out the chat so I could see all three. See, I want to do that, it's but frustrating, it's, it's telling but... me I'm skipping frames now, so I'm afraid to do uh, that, and then all of a sudden uh, I can't handle the, the bidness, if you will. Did anybody watching just type to Chris that everything looks great this way? He doesn't have a panic attack while we're uh, while we're filming this, please. Facts. Just let us know. Just let us know how it's looking. I if it looks happy. good, I'm never happy. <laughs> I, I really. It's, it's, Otherwise, we'll actually never. We'll actually never start this podcast. We'll be just an hour of Chris tinkering. I'm telling yep. you right now, it's a sickness, people. Every, <laughs> I, I look and hear everything, and I'm constantly like, "Nope, it's not good enough. Nope, it's not good enough." <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. I just want to get the link out on Facebook, get some more people to jump in, and uh, then we'll go ahead and... Uh, oh, I don't want to create a clip. What the fuck am I doing over here? I want to get the link out on Facebook, let some more people get in, let the chat start kind of rocketing off, and uh, we'll get going. Um, did you guys see the Puss in Boots sequel trailer that came out? I today? did. How phenomenal did um, that look? I did not. I, dude... The, the first Puss in Boots was awesome. So it's, it's an underrated I'm all movie. for the second one. I feel like it people is. don't give it enough credit. Puss in Boots was actually a fantastic movie, and I'll fight you if you tell me otherwise. It's actually He's a, a good character. <laughs> it's a good character. It was funny. Zach Galifianakis was great in that movie. It was, it was just good. People got to give it some credit. Credit where credit's due. Join us for yeah. Wakanda. And, like, look, DreamWorks does well with all, those, with all those Shrek, Puss in Boots movies and everything like that. Um... Uh, you know, <laughs> I'm, ex I'm I'm moderately excited for it. I don't know. <laughs> like, <laughs> all right, I put the link out on Facebook for the Twitch. If you're in the chat, let everybody know. Let some let some friends know 
But make sure, I'm telling you right now, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We watched Wakanda Forever. We're not going to be pulling we're back. Yeah, we're spoiling back. the hell out of it. So if, if, you want, at all. if you have plans to go see it, go see it and come back. If you don't think we're going to ruin it for you, then uh, feel free to just kind of stay in and hear what we have to say. Um, but before one last thing before we go in, uh, just quick some video game. I know uh, Suplex, we were talking about video game TV shows and stuff on Netflix. Um, Bioshock is in production. And the director just said that uh, they're going to be very true to the games for Bioshock. He's already got a, a script and stuff already penned for that. So that's good good news to hear. Um, heard that before. We have heard that before. That's that's the one scary part yeah. is every director for every video game movie, including Mario Brothers, told us, oh, yeah, we're going to stay true to the games. And then we got Mario Including the, the creators of Halo. We're like, we're going to stay true to the games. And then the first thing they do is take his helmet off. Yeah. So mm-hmm. they gave us one episode with the helmet on and at the end said, psych. Yep. All right, but before we go into that deep dive, let's just move on. Let's just move on. Um, Here we go spiraling. Let's see. What do we got? <laughs> Six minutes and 40 seconds in. I think that's long enough. Yeah. What do you think? The yeah, let's go. Out for a little bit. We'll let's let people go. jump in. Wakanda Forever. I'm glad you guys watched it. Oh. I'm glad we're here to talk about it. Um, if you looked at the Facebook group, then you guys have seen our spoiler-free reviews. Um, we all basically gave it a similar score. Fred, I think yours was a little bit lower. Than ours. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but that's on brand for Fred. That's on brand. It wasn't that much lower though. Um, <laughs> no, it was a very good movie. But I mean, you know, I feel like was, I have very little complaints about it. I know you guys do. It's like I lowballed so, my score too. Cause like after I was thinking for for a little while, I was like, it was a nine five. It was. <laughs> I feel like I feel like in order to do this properly, we should just kind of break it down into categories almost, right? So yeah, let's start off with kind of the elephant in the room. This was the biggest question leading into the movie: the way T'Challa dies. So, yeah, we all know Black Panther was going to end up being dead in this movie. And the whole movie's about who essentially not necessarily is responsible for it, but who's responsible for Wakanda after he's gone and uh, who can kind of step into his shoes. And uh, what did you think, Fred? Uh, I'll start with you. What did you think about uh, the way they handled his passing? I thought it was very classy and uh, it was it was a great they didn't harp on it too long and like made you feel uncomfortable. They just they they made it like the, the proper amount of time showing uh Shuri trying to save him and save him. Right. But um right off the bat, man, it, it was like a gut punch and you just start tearing up like as soon as the movie starts. <laughs> it was like holy yeah. shit, man. It was definitely yeah. uh, I was surprised that they basically start you off right in the thick of him passing away. I think we all kind of guessed yeah. they would use just like a disease, some sort of like a name disease to kind of kill him off. Yeah. What about you, Zuplex? How did you feel when uh, the movie started with that? Um, so I thought it was really smart to hit us with that in the beginning. Get it. Not, just get it out of the way. Right. right. Mm-hmm. Hit us with it. Like, let us know. All right. This is what happened. Um, And let us move on from there and then do the time jump right after that for a year later and yeah. just kind of like, but the, the way they shot it, the way they shot the funeral scene in the beginning was absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Um, sure. Like, like that's the proper use of slow-mo. No, that's the, that's the proper use of slow-mo and stuff like that. But it, you know, all jokes aside, it's a powerful scene. Like it's a powerful yeah. start to the movie because 
like Fred said, you they hit you with that right off the bat. You're almost already in tears at that point. Then you you see Ramunda and and and, and Shuri walking in in the funeral procession, and you see um the the painting of T'Challa on the wall, and you're just like Jesus Christ. Yeah. What got yeah. me? What what hit me over the edge, and maybe start to really tear up was when they started doing the Marvel scroll. That was amazing. Yeah. And the whole thing Bro. was just all T'Challa. Absolutely amazing. And that was a moment been. of silence. The Marvel I just got goosebumps. I just got goosebumps rethinking about it. That whole movie was silent for the most part. Yeah. I, like, well, no, there was maybe like a couple like, oh, oh, shit, or whatever. Because I wish I could say cool. that, but in my theater, uh, there was a couple of uh, moron kids who just wanted to be loud and That's fight with the popcorn dude. and they weren't sitting That's right next shame. to me, so it didn't really ruin much for me. But there were moments that you know we'll get to in the movie later on that uh, it was like powerful moments that were emotional, and I have to hear them laughing and joking. And it was just like, I mean, oh my god! Them. One guy got up actually and was just like, "Shut the fuck up!" Like, so it was yeah. it was dumb, dude. Had but, to switch. Uh, yeah, I'll tell you right now, my YouTube oh, is acting up. What's up, Buttersworth? Thanks for jumping into the chat, man. What's What's, what's weird is I I I wasn't expecting like. I, we all knew that they were going to kind of kill him off screen. Yeah. However, they were going to do it. Um, they chose to go with the disease mirroring Chadwick, Chadwick's similar fight in real life yeah. with cancer and everything like that. And the internet is very split on this. What's crazy to me, though, is like, what do they expect? What, what do you want to see? A stuntman in a Black Panther suit? Yeah, get killed? Uh, you know what I mean? Like, like they, uh, this was oh, really the I, best way to do it where I, like try, trying to and it stays true. Yeah, trying to like deep fake him or use uh, a stunt double would have made everything. no sense. Or like think... seeing some weird action sequence yeah, of like, no. him getting killed. I would not have it's wanted dumb. to see it. I wouldn't have wanted to see some action sequence where they avoided showing Black Panther, even though that's where he dies. Like this was the right way to do it, I feel like. And uh I feel like to your thing. point, Zuplex, about them mirroring his real life battle. I mean, the the moment later in the movie when Shuri basically admits that he struggled by himself quietly without telling anybody. And then by the time he told her it was too late, like, yeah, that's basically what happened with Chadwick. Nobody knew what he was going through. It he yeah. was, you know, just for all, for what we know, I think it was a couple of years of dealing with this and just yeah, staying was, quiet he, and working. And everyone he, thought he was fine. And then suddenly it's over, you know, that really got me when she, when she <laughs> kind of broke down and said that, you know, by the time he told me I couldn't help him, that really kind yeah. of hit, hit home. You know what I mean? It, it was just a, it was a good scene. The whole, I agree. The very beginning, I was I didn't cry or like that, but I was definitely like emotional. Like you know, just kind of into it. Yeah. The moment of silence was excellent. And speaking of a moment of silence, I have uh, my chocolate peanut butter whiskey here. So, you know, let's just toast to Chadwick Boseman and uh, cheers, guys, for episode sixty three of the theater. Cheers. Oh, I forgot to pour myself a whiskey. Fuck, I'm gonna I don't have anything. So. There's that. I'm gonna just fake it. Fake it, Fred. I should have um, warned you. I was gonna do that. <laughs> But yeah, so the the moment of silence when they were showing the slides uh, of all like Chadwick's moments in the MCU, yep. and then like all, all the quotes were like his quotes, right. his lines so in good. various movies. And I, I watched a like a, a little like deep dive on it, and uh, all the, a lot of those quotes were cut. There were scenes from uh, cut scenes that never made it into the movies. Really? So a lot of those quotes are stuff that we've never even heard him say, but there That's are cool. good lines that they pulled from. It really goes so, to show you. I mean, if you think about it, so black Panther had one movie 
or Ch- Chadwick Boseman, I should say, as Black Panther, had one movie. He was cameo in Civil War, a very short I cameo. cameo. What'd you say? I wouldn't say I wouldn't say he's a I wouldn't say he's a cameo in Civil War. Well, I mean, right. he was a pretty he's pretty like, main. He was debuted 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 in Civil, in Civil War, War, and then he basically had a cameo in Infinity War and Endgame. I mean. He wasn't in those movies very much at all. Endgame, he had a cameo for sure. Yeah. But even in Infinity War, I mean, you know, his total amount of screen time was what, like six minutes? Like, it wasn't much. You know what I mean? And the uh, I think it was had, more, though. Maybe it was 10 minutes. It's still not enough to be considered a big role. I mean, the whole end battle was in Wakanda. He was. Just, <laughs> I'm telling you, look it up. He's not in it that much. People think oh. Vader was in the first Star as far Wars as for like time. half a movie. He's only in there for 15 minutes. Like, as far as screen time, you're probably right. I'm just saying, yeah. like, but. But I'm, that, I'm not but downplaying his were, role. I'm just my point is that he yeah. barely was on screen overall compared to some of these other people, and the, he had yeah. arguably I had to break out the real good stuff yeah. for this one. He arguably had as big of an impact on the MCU as you know, like a maybe not a, a Robert Downey Jr., Chris Hemsworth, or Thor, or um, uh, what's his name, or Chris Evans, but he, he's pretty close to their impact. You know what I mean? He had a huge impact yeah. in the MCU in just a short amount of time. So very, very it is sad very to much. see, uh, you know, we're not going to be able to know what would have happened if he was still around as far as like the MCU yeah. and how it shaped. But Black Panther's yeah. not gone. So he's mo- not moving on to the replacement or I hate to say replacement. That sounds like so fucked up. The, uh, you know, the next evolution of the Black Panther, I guess we basically everyone guessed it. It was pretty much leaked before the movie. Uh, Shuri steps into the shoes. She basically develops her own version of a heart-shaped herb, and uh, what do you guys think of that? Zuplex, uh, you can start this one off. I liked it. Um, I think she was the right person to put in that role. Um, I liked that they end the movie with her not being queen. And yeah, just that was being a surprising little way to end, for sure. The Black Panther yeah. of Wakanda. You know what I'm saying? Like, she's the Black Panther. That's it. She's not taking on the ruler side of it. Um, it looks like is going to wind up being... Well, he deserves it. Um, you know what I mean? He's absolutely. one of the fan favorites. Absolutely. He steals the show every time he's in, he shows yeah. up. So it's like, Mr. Duke yeah, was absolutely amazing in this movie. Like, he was fantastic. He was insane. He, um, he delivered, like, one of the most strongest lines in the movie when he was well, talking to Shuri. Which is when he said, you're, you've been through too much to be called a child or be considered a child. Yeah. Loved yeah. that line. Loved it so much. Oh, my God, bro. Even even when he was even when he was describing Namor to to Shuri, where he was they like, "Call him Kuku Khan." I love it. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. Um, where he's like explaining, like, if you kill him, we will be at war forever. Yeah, it shows you kind of how how um, wise almost he was. You know what I mean? Because like I feel like yeah. the the Mbaku from the first movie would have wanted to go to war and kind of been like, "Screw this guy," or at least that's what it seemed like. But yeah. you know, well, we see him here I, basically I stepping into a leadership it. role immediately. I don't know if you caught it, but it seemed like they were alluding to um him in T'Challa, I guess before T'Challa passed, becoming very, very close. Yeah, because like he says at one point, like, I promise your brother yeah. I would watch out for you, you know, and all, all that stuff and um and that, like, he learned from T'Challa a lot. So I think you're seeing the influence of T'Challa in him in the change of movies. Yeah. No. Yeah, um, for sure. Again, the big influence, right, from somebody who, you know, really wasn't in a mate like that much of the MCU as a whole. Mm-hmm. Real quick, no, 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 no. I still looks like one shot is on uh, the YouTube, and he's asking Fred 
if uh, you plan on robbing a bank at some point. Yes. Mm. There you go. You have it here. Yeah. Get the popo. It's the sound of the police. Get yep. him out there. Um, um, <laughs> sorry, Fred. You were going to say something. Um, I, I do think Mbaku's uh, time as king will be limited. And I think at some yeah. point, Shuri is going to officially challenge him at the waterfall and take it. Yeah, but or, see, that, though, to me, is a little, or little strange. The, or the other guy. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so I feel like I feel I, like they sure he can't do that because I mean, listen, I can suspend my belief with superpowers and all that shit. But if she challenges him at the waterfall, then they have to take away the power of the black of the uh, heart shaped earth. And she's yeah. got to fight Mbaku in like hand to hand combat. Like, come on, you can't he's not that. beating. Mbaku. Yeah, there's no way. You know what I mean? Not that powers. Yeah. Um, um, I did. Think, I, thought I do was... think it's funny though that the internet is kind of confused as to how it about the whole Mbaku scene at the end where he pops out and basically says, "I challenge for the throne," and kind of makes a comment. Sure, he's too busy doing something else. Like, you know, just to clarify, that was just him being cheeky. Like him and Shuri yeah. had had a conversation, and she was like, "Look, I don't want to be queen. You could just be right. king." So he's challenging nobody. No one's gonna step up to him. He's just gonna take over. So like, yeah. if you're confused. Umbaku is going to be the king whenever <laughs> Wakanda shows up again, and Shuri's going to be the Black Panther. She'll be the protector, and he'll be the ruler. And that's you know that's how it is. Yeah. It wasn't hard to follow. You know what I mean? Like, and yeah. And let me just say, like, because we're talking about Shuri becoming the Black Panther here, Laetitia Wright blew me away in this whole fantastic. Movie. She killed it. This movie, unbelievable, like, absolutely dominated performance from her. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> like in my eyes. That is an Oscar-worthy uh, performance. If if the Academy would just give comic book movies the respect they probably deserve yeah. at this point, like I, it should at least be a nomination. I agree you know with what you. I mean? She literally yeah. at went least from, a nomination. You don't questioning whether she can lead a movie or be the headliner or whatever to full blown like no no problem. She owned her role. She owned the screen every time she was on it. Speaking of you, Shuri, tell us her, oh, sorry, you felt you felt every emotion she was feeling delivering all those lines it, yeah. it was just a yeah. uh, uh, it was unbelievable she like i don't know man she she just killed it yeah she killed it My like only... for me her oh, sorry, and Ange- her and angela bassett um like you really felt like they lost a brother and a son yeah, yeah, they channel every time sadness they had if you want to talk oscars angela bassett to me is the oscar winner on that one is she uh, like yeah. if it's a supporting role, whatever you want, like, category you yeah. want to do? Well, they should both be nominated. She deserves right? it. Letitia yeah. Wright should be nominated yeah. for like lead actress or best actress, whatever. And, and then Angela Bassett should be co star or, or you know yeah. whatever you know you know the best uh, queen of Wakanda. Give it to Angela Bassett. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. My I only mean, she, my only real complaint powerful. or not even it's not really a complaint honestly it's more of like a nitpick but my only thing with uh, the Shuri becoming Black Panther is instead of creating her own synthetic heart-shaped herb, I would have preferred if she just built a suit using the Wakanda technology and the vibranium and whatever and just kind of like was ah. able to figure out a way to to enhance kind of like her abilities, I guess, or her strength. Because then she's not, she needs, she's not a, she needs that strength. Iron Man at that she, point. Yeah. Well, you know what I mean? I guess so. And Riri's already there, so we already had our Iron Man replacement. Yeah, yeah. Like, we, um, we already have our Iron Man replacement at this point, and we don't need I do her to be both. And now, oh, you know what? I didn't queue up the video, Fred. I'm, I I have to. I messed up. But uh, yeah. so what was it? Two weeks ago, I think we were talking about here in the theater room, the three of us talking no, about. It was uh, 
It was the reaction to the trailer. The reaction to the trailer. The three of us talking yeah. about Wakanda Forever and our theories. And the one thing I think Fred's the one who brought it up and we all kind of agreed was he immediately said that Except there was some Killmonger him. vibes. Well, that's what I was going to get to. Killmonger vibes in the suit that we saw in the trailer. And I mentioned yeah. that I would love to see Killmonger come back for them to show that he's alive and all that kind of stuff. Fred agreed. And Carmine, you very aggressively is kind of aggressively. the way to say it. Very aggressively told us Killmonger is not will not be movie. back. <laughs> he is not coming back. I wish I remembered to, to no, no, no. pull up the video. The hold, clip. On, hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. I will queue up no, the clip. I will Ron. send it to you, you we, son of a bitch. We have the This was not that Killmonger was not going to be in this movie. It was that they were not bringing him back All to right. life. I got to do it then. With I, I gotta Fred's cockamamie idea of finding the body Chad, in the ocean. That's not what you said. And then bringing it back to life. I okay. did say, I said, Killmonger he will not return. He is not coming back. I said, I said he's not coming back. I did. It was in response to you saying that they were going to reanimate listen, his body. Just stop talking for no, one second. Stop talking for again. one second and listen to this. You did. But I, I can't. Notice, yeah. You notice that there's like this gold trim somewhere to Killmonger. I know it's such a Killmonger vibe, man. I wonder if she that's why when we saw it in this is why we saw it in the trailer. Coming back, oh, guys. <laughs> there it is. He's not coming back. You didn't say anything because about him you, being alive. Right, see, like this is where context matters, people. This is what listeners out there. No, this is where context no, no, matters. No, we don't use context. This, my, that is part podcast. of a much larger video where Fred was Break like, news. I think. That they're gonna find his body in the ocean because he said he wanted to be buried in the ocean, nope. and the his body, and then they're gonna Chris, use the continue that herb, clip, please. bring him back to life. And I me and John both said to you, <laughs> he didn't they were gonna do that. Why would they bring T'Challa back? I need to defend Fred. We never said any of those things. We said that it was very, very easily they could put him in in prison instead of like letting him die, just just save his life. I'm telling you. Nope, I'm pulling it up because I got to be that guy. Absolutely, he said this because me and John both said. John said to him, "If they have, if they have the body, why wouldn't they just reanimate T'Challa?" And Fred had nothing to that. I don't know what Do you're you talking about. about that angle I don't, at all. I don't remember that at all. Yeah, I don't remember that at all. Oh, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. I can uh, run it back. All right, I'm gonna have uh, to pull it up on YouTube so the people can yeah. hear it. <laughs> My whole point was that they were not reanimating Killmonger for this movie. Well, speaking of reanimating Killmonger, let's uh, let's jump to that uh, big surprise, which I wasn't expecting. I think it did leak that Michael B. Jordan was going to appear in the movie at some point, but I missed it yeah. thankfully because yeah, that I was a genuine it surprise for me. And when so basically, uh, again, for anyone who watched the movie, Shuri Hold on, takes... pause. Oh, wait, pause. Yeah. Go for it. This is this is what uh, I said. Yeah, I guess. I think I right. think he's gonna come back, but he's gonna be in like uh, what's it, uh, astral plane or whatever. Oh. Which I meant the ancestral plane. Wait, are we forgetting the about the entire plane. time that Fred said that they were gonna find his body in the ocean? Hold on, oh, see now I you, didn't. You're, you gotta give us the receipts. I we now we showed you a receipt that you said he wasn't coming back at all. It's gonna take me a we while. Showed you a receipt that Fred <laughs> legit said the astral plane, and you just keep yeah. talking no, no, about some I agree. Comment. I agree with that. I agree with that. You might be talking did about say that a silly point. conversation we had in the in the chat yeah. privately, but we, you know we had. No, I think I said pod. that we we. I think pod. I said I like we did not see his body, so he could be anywhere, and he could be. They could find oh, yeah, it off the you know cliff. No, you I literally said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He literally said 
that the Atlanteans were going to disturb the body. It was going to wash up on shore. Yeah, they we were, were going to give Phil Mongers probably. We were theorizing. So it did happen. So I'm not crazy. So just we can get that okay, out of the way. Right. So Carmine's right? not crazy. Yeah. Fred, so Fred said, and I both were said, right. Fred, Fred said that the fucking body was going to wash up on shore. They were going to give Killmonger the heart shape herb and reanimate. You said he was not coming back. In the context <laughs> of the clip I just played. Yeah, I which said, was based off I of. I said he's got a Killmonger. Three-hour podcast body. earlier where Fred was no. like, they're going to reanimate his body. I said he's got here, a Killmonger bro. vibe. Fred said, yeah, I really have a, like a Killmonger vibe from it. And then you said he's not coming back, bro. Because I was yeah. waiting for Fred to be like they were going to dig bro, up his body again. Not coming, bro. We we beat this. Uh, he didn't. He was in the astral plane. You were <laughs> we, right about that. I'll give you credit. Okay, Killmonger. <laughs> you're trying to work credits too. You were right about the astral. Does plane. come back from the in the yes. astral plane, and it was really done in a way to amazing. show how similar him and Shuri are in the way they were kind of feeling at that moment, and it was freaking amazing. I literally kind of held my breath for a second. I was like, oh shit! Like I had no idea he was coming back. Oh, you I, know I the, loved it. I loved it because she was expecting to see her right. brother. She was expecting to see her mother. Which is who I thought and, was going to be there, her mom. Right. And the fact that she sees Killmonger because she's feeling so rageful. She wants to burn the world down as Killmonger did. That kind of like gave it, gave him the door to come through to her. Yep. And it was just hit that whole dialogue between the two of them. Where he's like, are you going to be noble like your brother? Or are you going to take care of business like me? I was like, right. this is fucking amazing. And it, go ahead, so, the um, it was this. It was the smartest thing they could have done. This entire movie is watching Shuri go through the seven stages of grief. Yeah. Right. And she was at the anger stage. And it, within the anger stage, she sees Killmonger in the astral plane. That was so powerful to me. Um, oh yeah, that that's that that's who came through to her because mm-hmm. at that point in her grieving process, she was at, at which we've all been at. We've all been at that point in the grieving process. We've all lost somebody that we love, um, and we've all been at that point in the grieving process where just anger just takes over. And it was it was a beautiful idea to bring back Killmonger for that reason, yeah. um, in the astral plane and everything like that. And I I, I really got to give it up to them for for the way this whole movie from start to finish shows you the process of Shuri ex- finally coming to acceptance of her brother's passing. Yeah, she goes from blaming herself to just kind of feeling sorry yep. for herself to yep. full blown just accepting it, moving past it, and kind of moving on and honoring him you know what i mean uh yeah. so, so speaking of that some of the other uh surprises in the movie that i wasn't expecting and i legit wasn't expecting this uh when shuri and t'challa's mother dies that, yeah. that oh my god bro I, I did not i felt I, like i wasn't ready i feel like i knew the movie was gonna I don't know, like focus so much on T'Challa's death that it just never even hit me that someone else could die. It just never I occurred to me. I didn't think that they would even try to kill someone else off and just right. And, like, the, and the way she died be. was, you know, you know, death is not obviously badass in general. When the, when the first, when the first, when the first trailer dropped, if you remember, 
uh, Fred, you thought that they were going to kill Shuri. I did. Because, I because did. Queen Ramonda has that speech where she's like, I've lost my entire family. Well, well yeah. you know. Um, and it turned out that they killed Queen Ramonda instead. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. I was Crazy. thinking about that when they, well, when they killed her. I was my like, my oh, biggest my theory on that was because she has to die to see her ancestors to get the Black Panther type of thing. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, that that's why I went there. But um, the, I did not expect the queen to go. Oh, man, all. that was not at all. Not at all. And that was Especially so for after me, a performance like that to have her yeah. just be gone from the MCU at this yeah. point is, is rough. But like, so I said before, I didn't really cry in the beginning. I was like emotional, I was a little choked up. But like, you know, I wasn't like teary eyed or like that. I definitely had them tears in my eyes during the scene where they're trying to revive her and Shuri's just like fighting to try and get her mom to come back. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, she's just kind of helpless in that moment. Like it was, that was rough. I was not expecting it. It was a badass way yeah. to go. Saving somebody that you just met, essentially kind of showing the power of, of family, you know, without or chosen family, I should say. And it was just, it was amazing. I really was not uh, expecting that at all. Unfortunately, in my theater experience, that was the moment where, People decided to tell the kids on the other side of the theater to shut the fuck up. So while I'm seeing mm-hmm. over here, those eyes, little fuckers. these kids are over here being assholes. But uh very yeah. powerful scene. Think- and like we said before, she stole the show, this movie in particular, from the moment she was on screen in the opening with the yeah. uh, uh with the United Nations or whatever it was in that trial. It was just Bro, she commanded that scene. Can we talk about that for a second? Yep. She <laughs> These soldiers are trying to hijack a vibranium ship, right? And <laughs> they set them up and take them hostage and bring them to court. Like, these are your men. I was yeah. like, oh, my God. She brought a them to the court. It was a badass move. Yeah. Was well, that was, so that was one of the scenes that they showed at the Comic-Con cut of the trailer. Oh, okay. yeah. Well, I kind of already knew that that was going to happen because I had read way back uh, – at San Diego Comic Con, that was that was uh, one of the scenes that was in the the original cut. So me. one of the things that I was kind of upset about or disappointed, I would say, is it was a perfect opportunity for them to have like a you don't have to show Doctor Doom, but you could have had a Latvian representative, yeah. and they could have been like, yeah. "These are your people." Uh, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. It could have been a way to introduce that character existing without yeah. showing him. And it Instead was just making like, it France. Yeah. It was, <laughs> yeah. The, yeah. The, the random French person is like, I don't know what we're doing there. <laughs> but, but here's the thing. There's another missed opportunity there where they made it France and didn't give us another showing of Bat Rock the Leaper. Yeah. Right. Well, is, you know is, I mean? is he still around? Is he still alive in the MCU? Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, he didn't die in uh, uh, Captain uh, Falcon and Winter Soldiers, right? Yeah, he didn't die in Falcon and Winter Soldiers. So I'm just and, saying, uh, like, if you're gonna make it, France, it was Bat Rock at least, you know. Um, I think the uh, Ramonda dying also it, it was twofold. Like, first it gave us the gut punch of Shuri losing now her mother, and yeah, like yeah. just going over the edge now, where she's now like, I'm gonna burn the fucking world to the ground. Yeah, and it also, in my eyes, justified Riri Williams being in this movie because now, because she saved Riri, Riri now has stakes in the game. Right, she's no longer she's no longer the the pawn of, yeah. of uh, Namor and the Wakandans. She is now like, okay, 
fuck that. This woman just saved my life, treated me as her own daughter. I will now give my life on the line. Right. Well, can we talk about Riri, though? Can we can we just talk about Riri? Because for me, yeah, one of the weakest parts of the movie is, is Riri. Riri and Martin Freeman's character and Alessa Von Contessa Von Glutenheim. Um, yeah. I just felt like... so. I didn't hate Riri as a character. This is just, this is just my opinion, people. I actually loved her as a Wait, character. Hold on, I didn't, I didn't hate her as a character. I thought yeah. she was, you know, she was realistically funny. She's a young kid, like so. She's gonna be kind of nervous and all that stuff. Fine. The whole yeah. idea of her creating the, um, the not the drill, but like the radar, or whatever for vibranium, and that kind of being the catalyst for the whole movie. No problem. No issues with that. Her being kidnapped, she already having to save her. No issues with that. I don't really think we needed her to build another Iron Man suit after we saw the makeshift one she built and then be a part of the final battle. Besides the fact that yes. I personally don't like the way it looked, it really looked like a Power Rangers like kind of outfit to me. Yes. But That's what I, yeah, it was a little too CG. It was a little too overly CGI. CG, almost like too it was a Power like, Ranger. It, yeah. Like, Power it almost looked like plasticky a little bit, but like her yeah. role in the final battle, if she had basically stayed back and essentially acted like the man in the chair for Shuri, then maybe it would have made a little more sense for me. But for her to actually be flying around and fighting made almost no sense. She has no battle experience. She's got no like real idea what she's doing. And you brought her into this um, fight. With I'll, disagree. I'll disagree with that, though. But but where's the proof that she was a worthy person to bring into the final battle? She didn't really do anything. She flew around. She grew up in Chicago. Oh, okay. So she could street fight. Come on. <laughs> Yeah, I, I think it was more like all hands on deck because you're fighting thousands of Atlanteans. But um, I guess, but I, that's I what I'm like saying. The queens then built her having that suit was not necessary. Right. Uh, like we you could have had, you could have had maybe a semi upgraded suit to her Mach One that still looked kind of janky and put together of random mm-hmm. pieces. This was a fully fleshed, like straight out of Iron Man's like basement right. suit, right. out of nowhere, so and it did this. not look good. Um, two two things play. about this: I agree with you guys on the suit, right? But the death of Queen Ramunda validates her being in the fight because if Queen Ramunda doesn't die, I don't think she gets in the fight, right? Maybe, maybe. Like, if I mean, you're yeah, that person I'm who she just saved, you're like, I'm giving everything for this. I'm Wakanda now, bitches. Let's I go. What, I tell you what I would have preferred. The, for me, what would have made it just kind of put it over the edge for me is she had the kind of like the homages to the first Iron Man with her, yeah. you know, them referencing that she built a suit out of scraps and, you know, working mm-hmm. in the garage. And then you see her hammering the one suit and whatever. Like, all that stuff was pretty cool little kind of moments to kind of show how she can be a replacement for Iron Man. Um, but it would have been even better if it say she's back in, in in the lab while the fight's going on, she's trying to help and all that stuff. She looks over and sees a suit that needs to be kind of finished and just kind that of looks back, almost like point. winks the camera and goes, "No, nah, maybe yeah. next time." Similar to the way Terrence Howard did it. Yeah, no, no, would have been so much right, better. So I thought. Th- my second point was, I think it would have been stronger if they were in the battle, like you said, and she looks over at the Hulkbuster suit. Well, that's my third my third issue with the and goes no no, no. but if, if it was just the Hulkbuster suit that the that the Wakandans had fixed the arm on and everything like that and, and like upgraded or whatever, and she's like, fuck it, I'm in. And she just jumps in the yeah. Hulkbuster suit and goes into the battle. And that's where she gets the ideas for her next suit for her own Ironheart suit instead of building it in this movie. I think it would have been a stronger outing for her. 
the as a cameo that would have been better part. so it does frustrate it would, that me. one would have been better i really thought we were onto something when we kind of uh figured out that she she basically was remodeling the hulkbuster suit to make her own iron man yeah. suit, and it really yeah. bothered me that we weren't right it just annoyed me that she built yeah. the suit out yeah. of other stuff and i'm just like come on that's such an easy yeah. connection to what happened before you know what i mean so maybe i'm just but maybe i'm just pissed because we weren't correct on our theory you know what i mean but uh, yeah for me but, yeah. uh for me i i liked riri out of the suit her character was enjoyable um it it, it felt it did feel like it was just an advertisement for ironheart yeah it was just like well i mean listen I, I know like you brought up the Martin being a part of wakanda it was like them forcing like hey we got this thing coming here what's gonna look like you know yeah, but I, I mean like listen this this movie and this is why i'm gonna kind of defend the martin freeman angle also with the contestants like that well i can my, uh, my, i have my own my own, own opinion on that too i mean listen i and i kind of agree with you that there was there's really no point for him to be in the movie right but with this being the end of phase four and, and then you don't like that word you can't well, say that. It is what it is. I'm stuck with it forever now. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Uh, I've accepted it. You know what I mean? Um, with this being the end of Phase 4 and them having to push story forward, this movie was so full of emotion and the story of T'Challa and the story of, of, of Shuri grieving and everything like that and Queen Ramonda and everything that any, any other influence from the Marvel Universe was going to feel shoehorned in. And I think yeah, that's what happened. Yeah. You know what I mean? But they had to put something in there because it is the end of phase four and we need to have some sort of idea about where, where things are going. So the Riri thing didn't bother me as much. The Martin Freeman angle my, definitely my seems is, So my problem pointless. with the Martin Freeman character, though, is that he it's fine that he was in the movie again, but the, the once the, the Alessa Von Tessa Von Butane came in, it, that was unnecessary. She like the whole fact that what well, about every time you say her name, it changes. <laughs> what do what do we care that they were married in the past? It, it's just such a stupid little detail. And then so him yeah. giving up Riri, Riri, I should say, um, to the Wakandans when they oh, first go, when Shuri and uh, Okoye go to talk <laughs> to him, that's fine. Once that was done, maybe even let him find the beads and talk to them a little bit to help. Okay, no problem. After that though, him getting arrested and then them having to save him, I just, agree. just pointless. And the movie was pretty long. And those were scenes that just could have been kind of removed. You know what I mean? It didn't need. Uh, to be no, and I, I don't. I don't disagree with you with that. But what what that section of the movie did do is let us know Advertise that Contessa, yeah, basically, like it, it's advertised. It's basically letting us know that Contessa is now in charge of the entire like CIA at this point. Yeah, like, I mean, and I'm sure which, it'll all come into play in a later movie. You know what I mean? Yes, you know. Of course, of course. But that, I mean, listen, we're, we have New to World take Order, a little probably. bit of that with the rest of this and movie because because this movie is part of the greater MCU. Yeah. You know, yeah. you have to you have to get some you're, we're going to get some sort of explanatory thing for something later down the line. And that's what that those those sections were in my eyes. So that leads me to uh, another kind of nitpick of mine. And it was kind of the length of the movie. I felt like it was a little too long. Besides removing those things, one thing I that I could have kind of done a little bit without, or at least less of, is the uh, exploration into Talokan. The or, and what I mean by that specifically is like the origin story, perfectly fine. I, I was I'm not I don't really care so much about Namor in the comics, so whatever they wanted to do with him in the movie, I'm in for it. It's fine, but it took forever. The little trip 
that Shuri took to go to his city just took a little too long. And we like, and none of it looked so nice that we needed to like focus on the environment. And then him being down there and her seeing the people almost to me made it too obvious that it was just people holding their breaths underwater and not like fish people who could just live. So like, like you could see them kind of, you know, trying to float and push, you know, I feel like Aquaman kind of showed that if people are going to live underwater, they have to adapt and be able to move around quick. And here it looked like they were still just regular people swimming around and trying to hold their breath while also acting on the camera. So all that kind of took me out of it a little bit. Um, Not to say that Namor wasn't phenomenal. I thought he was such a phenomenal villain, but the Talo Khan, if you weren't going to focus on fleshing out that world, I think you should have saved it for another movie. Give us the origin. I'll push back on you. I'll push back on you on this a little bit. Yeah, I disagree. Um, I think the exploration of the Talokan was integral in kind of giving us the idea of where Namor was coming from. Yeah, it was um, his reasoning. All his well, reasoning. No, but the, but the other thing part was fine. Uh, the fish people thing. Yeah, but like you can't just be like, this is the origin of Namor, and then be like, this is why yeah. he's bad. But why not? You got to show something. Like, but they didn't you show have anything. to show. They showed them they sleeping. I mean, a in my bit. eyes, they showed them like just living. Like, who gives a shit? We get it. They you're you're, ha- you're having her connect to his people, his environment, and understanding yeah. where he's coming from and why he's being aggressive in this nature. All right. So then, like, what, what should have happened? I'll is actually put like a breathing camera and slam her down there instead of having to watch her float through some uh, rip streams for forty five minutes. Like we're watching. Finding I'll disagree. Nemo. I'll disagree with you on the other thing too. Is that like. I think this is a more realistic version of what they did in Aquaman, where like this is how people would really be if they were living underwater. I, I don't disagree, because, but I look for the Aquaman way. Yeah, I, I mean that's with. great. I mean, I think all the all the changes that they made to Namor was to differentiate from Aquaman. Clearly, yeah, clearly, yeah. They clearly yeah. like like make. You know, it was a I, Zack Snyder Atlantis. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Dark yeah. and gloomy and miserable. Like for yeah. me, for me, like the whole being a comic guy, you know. It's, Wait, you it's like, hard. You like comic books? I, I don't know if you guys <laughs> knew this. I, I wasn't aware of that. If you go check out the unboxing video on YouTube. Um yeah. shameless plug. Shameless plug. Uh so for me, like changing a lot of Namor's uh they really changed his origin right they kept his origin, like the origin pretty much basically is the same just it's basically you know, the same atlantis, they just changed atlantis to talocon and they made him basically cool, cool god someone, sorry yeah <laughs> yeah the cool, cool god. <laughs> they made him basically someone that these people like worship instead of right. uh a leader right because like name like he, listen, he was a god he was a god listen, we're talking to we're talking DC, Marvel, like Namor and Aquaman are the same fucking character. Like yeah. the only difference was that Namor was always like a militant. Namor's like the Black Adam of the Marvel universe. Tech Adam, he's Tech Namor. He's Tech Namor. Like, <laughs> like he's he's the guy that wants his people to be safe, and he'll go to any means necessary, including burning the entire surface world to the ground in order to prevent to protect them did it bother yeah. right? that he pronounced his name namor 
I it was a little bit like mm. I know a few people that just did not like that. I mean, I don't give a shit. I, I mean, wasn't uh, a fan. When he was like, it's my pet, my people's, my people's language for no love. I was just like, come on, bro. Like that was a little bit like, just come on. Like, but can we talk okay. about though, how the guy has wings on his ankles and there's no yeah. way that that should look intimidating or cool or anything on screen. It badass. And yet he looked unbelievable hopping yeah. around in the air and just fucking people bro, up. Yeah. Like, I was there was there was no part of me that when I saw the wings on his ankles in the trailers that thought to myself, oh, he's gonna be a little flying. Oh, great! I'm supposed to be scared. Yeah. And then like he comes out and just starts fucking people up. And I was like, all right, all right, you got me there. <laughs> I was wrong. Yeah. You uh, you win. Yeah, and I agree with that. Like he he looked badass. I I mean, I love his intensity. I mean, he really he, yeah. to me he was a phenomenal villain. And arguably one of the better villains to come out of Phase Four of the MCU. I don't know, besides that Green Goblin, right? Who you know does that count really? Because oh, yeah, he was that doesn't really longer. count. Yeah. Like, what other villain was introduced in Phase Four that I'm like excited to see more of in future movies? Besides yeah. Namor. Really no, it's none. only him. What did you say? What you say? Uh, a- Kang. I said Kang. Well, Kang, yeah, yeah I well, guess. Kang, yeah. yeah, but like, but that's the big bad, right? Not like, not we know he he's remains. Someone, we like, technically haven't met, I guess, yeah. the Kang. You know, that, that yeah. gets iffy now. Now we're talking time travel. That gets iffy. Uh, let's not go down that road, please. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have uh, the mental awareness tonight yeah. to talk about it. Yeah. Um, but I agree with you. Like, he is the most interesting, and they gave us the the parallels to him, him and Killmonger. Like, they gave yeah. us uh, the parallels um, of him and and like how Killmonger wanted to basically like he was, you know, he took Wakanda and he's like, you guys are hiding all this greatness that you have unleash it on the world and take over. Like this is bullshit. Like we can, we can do that. And Namor kind of had come to the agreement of, well, they found us. So now we have to burn the surface world to the ground. I love how it's it's interesting because it's the, what? Sorry, I was just gonna say I love how it's like two different reasons. Like Killmonger wanted to help the world, and his version of helping was to just like uh, strong arm him and take over everything. And Namor yeah. wanted to stay away from the world and hide from the world. And once they found him, he's like, "All right, now we just got to kill you." Like it's just yeah. two reasons, two different reasons to both want to just destroy the world. That's basically what it, what it came down to. So go ahead, Zuplex. Sorry, mm-hmm. or, I mean uh, Sight. Sorry, I forgot what I was gonna say. Sorry, my bad. Go ahead. But the, <laughs> the, the 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 scene with him and Shuri, where she realizes that oh, this guy's crazy. <laughs> like, yeah. Where he's like, she's like, we can come to a diplomatic reason. And he's like, yes, you will help us burn the world to the yeah. ground. She's like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I, I wait, like, what? I didn't, I didn't agree. To oh, that. that's what I, I was gonna say. Uh, this was the first time that Wakanda's Wakandans had to fight a force that was also using vibranium. Yeah. And you could see how scared and, they were, right? They were all kind of like, we don't really know what they're going to be able to do with this shit. That, that woman yeah. with the red dreadlocks, because they never name any of the people on the council. So, like, the woman no. with the red dreadlocks, she's like, name. let's just give up. They have vibranium. Like, yeah. we can't fight them. Just give yeah. up. And Mbaku's yeah. like, they call him Kuku Klan. No, it was crazy to see how, like, it, it they were scared and it like really leveled the playing field and there, it was just an all-out war it was yeah. it was cool to see um namor for me was a he, he was a good villain don't get me wrong and uh, his abilities the way they showcased it and made him as as chris was saying like he shouldn't look as cool as they made him with 
how he was with the wings and everything. Like you have wings on your ankles. And, yeah. And little feathery wings on your ankles. He was, a, he was an elf with, you and know, it, tooth fairy wings on his ankles. It worked. It and, and it, it, it worked great. And honestly, but, can we talk um, about one of the best, like, you can't call oh, it I hope The Rock sees this movie and he's like, ah, oh, I should have had pointy years in Black Adam. He's um, like, I got for, it. Black Adam too is he's gonna have wings yeah. on, his, on his elbows. No, but like for just I'm wings sorry to and, and electricity. The, what the one the the moment for me the best moment of the whole movie, and this was like more of like a, a fist pump kind of moment was when um you know Tech uh, Namor is standing on the uh the the uh, Wakandan land or whatever he just comes out of the water and he's basically telling his troops where to go and Mbaku's like oh I'm gonna fuck this guy up from behind and he yeah. dives at him and he just puts his hand up and just is like. Fuck out of here! Yeah. And then punches through Bro, his armor. Punches like, through oh the armor. Yeah. I was just like, damn! Yeah. Like that was that was fucking. Awesome. That was that was a, yeah. a Terry Silver punch there, to like, the chest. Yeah. You can hear him Bobby's breathing. Like, they're like, oh. Like, what's funny is I thought to myself, this guy, like I literally in the theater, he punches him in slow motion through the armor, and I think to myself, you're gonna get up after getting punched like that in the chest. And sure enough, yeah. the very next scene, he's going. <laughs> And he just lays back down. And I'm like, okay, that, mm-hmm. that's an appropriate reaction to that. Yeah, it, it was it was great. I think that was I'll one of the part... oh shit moments I was oh, talking yeah. about before. Yeah, um, one of the one of the, part, the, the only part about the Atlantis. Trying to tell us like, oh, wait, oh, been trying sorry, to... sorry, sorry. <laughs> keep interrupting. Right. I get excited for Namor. Um, for me, so for me with Namor, uh, <laughs> the third time now. He was a great hey, villain, but. He was still the second best Black Panther villain in my eyes, and yeah, Killmonger is definitely better. See, I put yeah. them almost like on the same level, but Killmonger and, came first, right? So he's yeah. gonna kind of yeah. just edge him out, you know what I mean? But I mean, think I, about it: two Black better. Panther movies, and we had two of the best villains of the MCU Absolutely. as a whole. True, you know, it's, that, that and Ryan we could have had three if they uh, if they just gave a little little Doctor Doom, you know. Yeah. Yeah, a little uh, Easter egg, yeah. but they didn't. So my my part about the 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 what are we calling them? They're not Atlanteans. It's Tanakians. Talo, it's um, Talokadin or something like that. It's like some weird Talokadins or something like that. For the fish people, Talokadins. Um, I don't know how you would pronounce it, but yeah, the yeah. fish people. The, the only people. thing that I, I really understand about about their whole deal was like the weird mermaid song where they're forcing people I to jump that, off though you didn't like that i thought that was i, I didn't cool, like that like, at all it was so, to like, me that was such so an interesting, like, interesting take on the idea of like you know the whole mermaid yeah. like myth you know what i mean yeah, it, it didn't do it for me i was just kind of like oh this is really what they're gonna do like i'm glad that they didn't overuse it right i'm right. glad that like like what they realized real quickly on the first ship that if you, the guy when the fuck guy fires the gun in the air that like everything just kind of stopped right like snap yeah. out of it a little bit you yeah know? yeah like snap people out of it like I was happy that they figured out real quickly like that this isn't like an ultimate move or anything like that yeah you know um and they didn't overuse it but I thought it was kind of hokey to be honest with you it was just kind of well, like yeah I guess I can't argue with that uh, you know it is a because like if you're guess, so. if you're as powerful as you're 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 showing that you are like that bridge scene with with her and Okoye like Excellent. where they're just like amazing right and they showed you how powerful they are you don't need that whole like oh well, but, think of it th- but keep in mind you know, though like up until this movie essentially they were always trying to prevent anyone from finding them or knowing that they were around yeah so i guess the idea is hypnotize these people to walk off the boat 
they'll drown themselves and then you know there's no one yeah. no witnesses you know what i mean so yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. going forward they don't need it as much because now they can just be like all right well they know they're here, just, so let's just fuck them up it was a very like you know like i don't blame you it, it definitely like, is a little hokey i mean that's it's not an untrue like, uh statement to make for sure yeah you know yeah i do think uh, part of speaking of that bridge scene and fred to your point about like some of the oh shit moments one of the best moments in the whole movie besides the namor one i mentioned before was okoye fighting for her life Five to defend shiri and uh riri from these superpowered beings but i love yeah. that there was no no, no music no score or like that. It was just yeah. the sounds of her. It's a badass fight, bro. And like, you just see her really just giving it her all to save these two people. That, and like, that so scene good. Took even them, about that. That scene took them months to film because they wanted to get it right. I, I, they, they literally they kept off. reshooting that same fight scene yeah. over and over. When it, when it, 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 it was, was fantastic. Sure. It paid off. Like that, that really, was, they nailed it for sure. Yeah, it he was hits, fantastic. When he hits that, when he hits that line of like. Come on, warrior! Pick up your spear, and he gives her back the spear. I was like, "Oh my god, yeah, let's so go!" Good. So good, and I'm glad that she didn't win the fight. Like, I'm glad that she didn't like somehow pull out some victory that you know. Basically, they yeah. just kind of were toying with her, and then they kind of left yeah. her for dead, you know, which was a mistake, you know. So, Jar Jar Binks. Really I think um, uh, Flappy Foot Wings or Jar Jar Binks, which is more annoying? Jar Jar, Jar, Jar Binks, Binks. Man, I would have said Flappy Foot Wings before I watched this movie, but that's, now that I watched not it, even it's like not even a question. It's not even a question. Um, fly but, life, uh, <laughs> thanks for the compliment. I think you're talking about Yo, me, right? Yo, Fly, what's good? Man? What's up, man? Um, I have, uh, speaking right here, of Akoya, uh, speaking of Akoya, though, let's stick with her for a minute and her uh, bald headed friend. She was badass. Yeah, but their costumes. Speaking of bad costume decisions. I did not Midnight like their Angels. costumes either. Yeah, the Midnight Angels. Midnight like, Angels. Yeah, like, I, I wasn't excited a fan. to see them. I, I wanted mean, to but... actually ask uh, Zuplex about them, like because I, I don't know them. In the comics? Is that what you're going to ask? <laughs> well, one, yes. Is that <laughs> did they look that bad? <laughs> and two, how how were they that like prominent in the Wakandan world? It's comics. a much later. It's a much later addition to the stories. Um, like I think Midnight Angels first show up in in the run of comics where Shuri becomes Black Panther. Okay. Um, like that, if I remember correctly, it's around that time that they first like the Midnight Angels are supposed to be the Dora Milaje's like Navy twat. Seals. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. they're Navy Seals. Yeah. Like they're supposed to be like the fucking best of the best of the Dora Milaje. And they're the ones that they call when, like, the regular Dora Milaje can't get the job done. Right. Like, the they're, they're the ones pulling up, like, spec ops missions and, and all that type of stuff. There is a similar-looking suit that they wear in the comics. This is one of those cases where exactly what it's in the comic book right. looks fucking goofy on screen. Right. Like, 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 I get trying to stay comic book accurate, but at some point, someone's got to look at it and be like, that looks fucking dumb. And yeah, like I almost feel like the problem with their two suits and Riri Riri's suit. I don't know why I can't say her name. I think it's because I already drank some whiskey. Um, I think the problem with those three Riri. suits, though, is that they're almost a little too um, stylized, if that makes sense, or a little kind of a little too. I don't even know. Like, like there's too much to them. You know what I mean? It would have been better to make them a little more tactical. They're pa- they're like down. Power Rangers. They they're really just did. all sh- not even Power Rangers. Those like, a, like, Power like Rangers. a villain of the Power Rangers would wear those suits. Yeah, you know what I mean. 
one thing I do want to say, and this is kind of like a, a little bit of monster um, grow. <laughs> this is a, a little <laughs> condemnation on like the entire MCU. You know, I understand we're paying these actors a lot of money, right? And we need to see their faces. I'm getting frustrated with the fact that everyone gets a cool suit, and now every single helmet and mask in the world can just like move around and just gone. Like why? Everything. Everybody's got nanotech. All of a sudden, everyone's got nanotech. Yeah. Like, like Iron Man yeah. having in the beginning, his mask opened up and fine. I know they wanted to update yeah. it. He's always tinkering, no problem. Black Panther suit. It was like okay, you know, she built that in nanotech, whatever. I get that everything's kind of similar technology, but Ant Man suit. He hits a button, the whole helmet goes away. Guardians of the Galaxy hits a button, the whole helmet goes away. Like every yeah. single helmet we have that's comic book accurate, they just hit a button, or they don't even hit a button anymore. They just, I guess, think it, and it just nanos away yeah. completely there's not even like a little compartment at least with guardian uh star lord's mask he has a little thing back here and you can be like okay it's stored in that but in every single suit it just goes away and it's a little frustrating sometimes yeah you know, I, just, even, I just sent you guys a picture in the in the chat practical it's it. impractical like even riri um, in, oh, not, not riri uh, shuri in this movie you know her getting her own suit was fine but like she had to pick up the helmet right so cool excellent that's awesome yeah but then the helmet's disappearing every time she wants to talk. And I'm like, yeah. if, if she yeah. grabbed a necklace, like, you know, in the first Black Panther, they showed that she made suits that came out of the necklace. Like, okay, fine. Then at least it kind of fits that theme or whatever. But she lifted the helmet up and then put the helmet, you know, had to put the helmet on. So now it's just disappearing every two seconds. I don't know. It's a little, to me, it's a little. It's weird. Um, What's the word? Yeah, it's, it's a little distracting now that it just happens all the time. Yeah. You know? But I guess yeah, it's something like, to deal with. Like right? you said, uh, T'Challa's suit, um, ha- hit, they would carry his helmet in the funeral, right. but that helmet would just disappear. Would just disappear. I think right? the, no one's I wearing think, it. But why would it still be? Yeah. I think, and I agree with you on the. It's just kind of like weird that everybody all of a sudden has nanotech. I'm fine with some people um, doing it. I think sure. the helmet. Like, I think the helmet in the Black Panther case at this point is kind of symbolic. Yeah. Because I think I think that there was always like um. Because like the original Black Panther had the mask, similar to like what Mbaku wears when he when he challenges for the uh, similar to the mask that T'Challa wears when he when Mbaku challenges him in the first right, movie. Right. But that's like the first Black Panther mask, and I think there's always like a Black Panther mask, and I but but the tech has gone so far that they're able to implement yeah. nanotech now that they don't like necessarily everyone, need the helmet. Every single person. Yeah, no, no, I, I, look, I agree with that point. I'm just saying, yeah. as far as them carrying the black Panther helmet, I think that's more of a symbolic thing. Yeah, I, I mean, I get where, it. I get it. Where, whereas, like, but I agree with you that there's far too much. Like, everybody's just like, oh yeah, I liked it personally better when, even in the Iron Man movies, like that scene in Iron Man Two, oh, the where face him, comes up and over. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Where, where like and him and Rhodey are fighting yeah. together, and they're and they're both like they both have the the helmet up, and they're like, all right, time to go. And it's like. Right. Yep. You know, and, like I and, understand that forget the, the Hollywood side of it, right? Where you're paying these people money to basically show their face on screen. So fine. Forget that part. I get the business part. I understand that if I'm talking to the friend and we both have masks on, it's it's kind of just better. Just lift the mask up and talk. Fully get that. But in Ant Man, the very first Ant Man, he hits the button and the mask opens up. It doesn't just disappear. And I think even in, in Ant Man and the Wasp, it doesn't just disappear. It like hits a button and it kind of pops off. I don't remember though. No, I haven't seen that. Well, it wasn't until Endgame when they got Stark Tech. And then all of a sudden, now sure. did, I guess Tony Stark well, just supplied the world with whatever his nanotechnology is and yeah, every well, single helmet made. Still, yeah. Like the Ant Man one kind of makes more sense to me than everybody else's because he was an Avenger. Tony 
Tony helped build those because right. it's really the time travel suits, yeah. right? Yeah. yeah. So Tony helped build those, so it makes a little bit more sense that Tony would implement his nano deck into that. Right. So that one makes a little bit more sense to me. But like the fact that everybody in Wakanda now has a nanotech right. helmet, and it makes like, sense that <laughs> Spider Man had it because it was Tony built suit. suit. But again, Spider Man yeah. only had it. This is why it doesn't bother on me. On the suit, on the one, he that, on the one that he built. on the Iron Spider suit, on the regular Spider Man exactly. suit, he's pulling the, the mask off. That makes sense to me. You yep. know what I mean? So Agreed. That's, that's, Agreed. that's a nitpick. I mean, that's not. Listen, it doesn't ruin the movie. No, I, and I don't disagree with you because yeah. they're they're definitely headed in that direction where everybody has nanotech, and it just makes no fucking sense. And it also, for me, as just a fan, it takes away from as a fan of movie making. I should say it takes away from the fact that they build these costumes. When mm-hmm. when it when it does that, you know that it's just a, a green screen suit. They just have that gray suit on with the balls, and they just put the suit in later with a computer, and like. You knowing that the suits are all CGI and the costumes are all CGI and not really like an actual costume being made kind yeah. of is a little like sad to me when we had a legit Black Panther outfit made for somebody, an Iron Man yeah. suit, at least from the waist up, was built for Robert Downey Jr. You know what I mean? Like that, knowing that there were literally suits out there was always a cool thing to me. And then now it's like, no, they just put them in spandex and we just CGI the suit in later. And it's like, okay, yeah. I understand that's an option, but. You know, let's put a little bit of the magic back into it. You know what I mean? I agree. But again, that's just that's just my opinion. Um, I mean, I don't disagree with you on that one. Let me ask you guys this question: Did you stay to the end credits? Yes. And yep. how did you feel? If you <laughs> if you go to any Marvel movie and don't stay for the end credits, you just shouldn't be going to Marvel movies at this point. So funny story um, about that. I'm I'm in the theater right now. Obviously, uh, the movie ends. Half the theater gets up and starts leaving. Right now, when I yeah. say it ends, I mean like it happens like every very, time. Every like, time. Like, so is I'm, this your I'm first time? Around. Like, what, what is wrong? I'm with thinking the same thing. I'm looking around and I'm like, "Fucking amateurs, man! Have you never been to a Marvel movie?" I look yeah. over. There was a guy. There was an empty seat next to me, and then a guy and his girlfriend next next to that seat. I look over at the guy, and he's looking around just like me, like fucking assholes. So whatever, we're sitting there. I'm looking at my phone. The mid credit scene pops up, which we'll talk about next. And uh, I'm I'm watching it. Then. The mid credit scene ends. The the uh, you know the the uh, classic credit kind of sequence starts. More people get up to leave, and I'm like, what? Like, there's an end credit scene, assholes. And then the guy next to me, him and I lock eyes, and I'm like, I guess they never seen a Marvel movie. And he goes, yeah. What I'm telling my girlfriend the same thing. We can't leave. And I'm like, yeah. You know, there's like six of us and then left. Something. Then all of a sudden, yeah. like, three of the people that were gotcha, left huh? get up to walk and walk away. And I think to myself, well, they waited till halfway through. The like ending because credits. They like, quickly Googled how many well, end credits think, there are. I literally <laughs> say to myself, like, do they Google it? Is there no end? There can't be. It's got to be an end credit scene. So I don't pull my phone out. I'm thinking, like, no, I know something everyone else doesn't know. Before you know it, the movie ends. The lights go on. And I look yeah. over at the guy and I go, ah, we fucked up. And then his girlfriend goes, I fucking knew it. <laughs> I was like, damn it. <laughs> damn yeah. it. My wife would have um, been pissed if I made her way to the end credits. So yeah, I, no, it happens I, I every did, movie. I did they Google. Leave. Did Google right? Like once the mid credit scene happened, I was like, "Is there two? Like yeah. they're like, "There's only one." Um, funny you know thing is, like, I have to wait. You still have to wait. It's just a part of the experience. Um, I did read that the reason why there was only one is because they kind of wanted to mirror Endgame because this is the end of T'Challa's story. I mean, that makes sense. You know what I mean? I don't. I don't hate that. I really don't hate yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it makes sense to me. Um, I mean, I, I would have liked there to have been. 
a second one to try and tease like what's coming as far as you know what I want in the greater Dr. MCU. Dr. I want to see, see my man Baku on the throne being like, I am the Black Panther now. Cool. Um, <laughs> you should have just said it one more time. Look at the camera and go, <laughs> oh, cool, oh, come on. <laughs> Um, no, but that that yeah. would have been a good Doctor Doom cameo, maybe a, a teaser or <laughs> yeah. Doctor Doom. I mean, they, it was a failed attempt, uh, failed um, part of the movie at the at the court case hearing or whatever. That's when right. they should have did it. Right. Yeah. But um, and after I'll be honest with you, though, like I don't, I don't, I'm not mad that they that they didn't throw Doctor Doom. It just felt weird, because, like uh, the, because the of the way this movie. <laughs> okay, the I, I did. Yeah. No, you're 100 percent right. That would have been a great movie, but great like a little Easter egg to throw Latvia in there, or Latveria rather. Um, yeah. But but like at this point, this movie was so fucking good that it was good. I didn't realize that Doom wasn't in it until afterwards, and I started breaking it down in my head. It's like, oh shit, like, we had a lot of theories about Doctor Doom that just never worked. <laughs> like, <laughs> You know, yeah. um, because so everything about Doom it, made sense for him to appear, uh, yeah. or at least in in, uh, in some f- you know symbolic and form. We, and again, here. we know that Fantastic Four is coming. I know. That, I think they said that Doom was not going to be the villain of Fantastic Four. Yeah, However, that's what I heard too. You can't have Fantastic Four without Doom. So there's got there should have been or there should be. I think he, I think Doom's going to be like everyone's villain. I, he's going to be like a big bad for. The I think I, I feel like after Kang. Or after um, Secret Wars, I should say. Um, oh, I think he's the big bad for that, Secret that Wars. Saga, essentially. Well, maybe he is, or maybe he's introduced as a big yeah. part of Secret Wars. But I feel yeah, like we're going to deal with him after Secret Wars. Like, really kind of, everyone's going to have think we wind up, you know. Maybe. I think we wind uh-huh. up with God Emperor Doom for Secret Wars. Maybe. I mean, it's possible, you know. Yeah. But again, yeah. they have to establish him, right? If they want to make that feel organic. Agreed. Ahead of time. Agreed. You know what I wanted to see? And it's not Doom related. What's that? Uh, a, a nod or something kind of telling you that Storm exists in Wakanda. There was a yeah, big rumor for a long nice. time that she was going like, to be a was the original plan. Monroe was going to show up. Like, uh, how cool would it have been if it wasn't Nakia in that credit scene? It was friggin' Storm that was like his secret lover because, you know, they're lovers in the comics. Yeah. How cool would it have been I, instead I, of T'Challa's kid, it was T'Challa's daughter, and that ends up being Storm. That would have been cool. Then you got to deal with aging her up and weird Game of Thrones fan Kang casting. Conquers is, is the major villain of this saga, so you know that uh, they can easily age her up. Just skip ahead a few years. Yeah, I guess. My, my thing is, and I agree with you, because the, the rumor for years was how they were going to introduce the X-Men. It, it, was almost like, was like, it was almost like more of a rumor like for the longest time. No, I, for what I understand, like that was the actual plan before they knew that Chavik was sick. Yeah, you know what? You're right. I, I think I read that. Uh, um, Ryan Coogler. That was said that. the that was the plan in Coogler's uh, idea for for the movie franchise to go that way. If they if they had done a three, it would have been the the love story of Storm and T'Challa, and that's yeah. when Shuri would have become the Black Panther. Would have been Storm and because- Kid T'Challa or Adult T'Challa. Oh, adult T'Challa. Like if, if, like if Coogler's original trilogy had come to fruition, this movie would have introduced Storm, um, and Namor and everything like that. And then it would have been such a. We would have gotten Shuri as the Black Panther. Yeah, that's what I'm saying though. Like it would have been such a better, uh, like as an after credit scene. Like I know you want to like. 
you want to end his, you know, his story you gotta and everything the Kia, like that. But you, you got to give the, the, the whole movie was an advertisement for the future of the MCU. What's another scene showing, hey, storms out there, or you see something with like a note that says Aurora Monroe on it or something? Well, like, speaking of though, speaking of story I, though, I, how about the fact that we have our first official, full blown named mutant in the MCU? I know, like we eh. we've confirmed that Kamala Khan was a mutant. You know, it's basically yeah, the mutants exist, but he flat out called himself a mutant. That's the first yeah. time we've heard yeah. that. You know what I mean? So, like, again, this is the the genius of Feige. You know, he's not just gonna tomorrow go. Oh, by the way, X Men's coming next week. He's gonna plant these. No, 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 and, you know, and and give he's us. Not a, he's not a mutant though, because they didn't play the X Men theme, and that's Fred's determination for if they if he's a mutant or not. Why are you attacking Fred? What, like, you, I, I don't know. He, right he's now? he's attacking me because we got pulled receipts on him. Right, we pulled receipts. <laughs> We got that proof. I'm pulling receipts later when I have to scrub through all this footage of us and finding every time. We won't be live, though, buddy. We won't be live. (laughs) It's after the fact, man. It doesn't count. Um, It doesn't count. It doesn't count. I'm gonna have I'm gonna have Steve fucking edit together me a montage of Fred being like they're gonna reanimate Killmonger. It's like, it's like yeah, having good it's like having an argument with somebody and then leaving like I should have said this. <laughs> God damn it! <laughs> We're gonna get a text later on like oh, I knew it. I'm like, okay, yeah, all right, guy, all right, guy. What do we miss? Um, what, uh, um, what's that? Oh, one thing I wanted to talk we really about. Really Hold on, we, we really didn't talk about the end scene, <laughs> the end credit scene. Oh, what the T'Challa, T'Challa Jr. Yeah. yeah, the kid, T'Challa, T'Challa the second. Do we really care? Uh, listen, what I what I do think we? it did, what I think it did was um, give us an opportunity to have a T'Challa Black Panther again down the line. But why? Why do we need another T'Challa? Let's sure you be Black Panther for a while. That's definitely the reason why they did it. Yeah, yeah, that's definitely the reason. Maybe they yeah, maybe they want to give Letitia Wright another movie and then be like, yeah, you're out. No, I mean, listen, after this movie, you can give her whatever she wants because she was so fucking good in this movie. Yeah, but she's anti-vax, man. Hollywood doesn't like that shit. She's she's my Black Panther for for the foreseeable future as far as I'm concerned. You should have said she's my Black Panther forever. I mean, you completely missed the segue. uh, Uh, No, I can't say forever. I don't don't hate the fact that they show Um, T'Challa has a kid and he's named T'Challa and blah, blah, blah. Yeah. You know, it is what it is. I felt like the natural end point as far as uh, that beach scene was Shuri finally kind of letting go of her guilt of what happened to her brother and burning the robe? Yeah, that's, we didn't that's what it was. Scene, you know what I mean? Maybe again, maybe we got it would that. Be better. No, I know we got that, but a mid-credit scene. It just then announced that the child had a kid secretly. I was kind of like, all right, that's I don't know. But it, like, it didn't really do much for me, you know. But I don't yeah. know the comics like well the, either. So, but for me, well, none of that was in the comics anyway. But he doesn't but have a for kid me, like, I think him and Storm have a kid at some point. But okay. like. That's, that's why I was saying it better um, than Nakia being there. Yeah. No, but I think you had to have Nakia in this story arc be it. Because if like you knew you were just like, this is Aurora Monroe, someone you've never met before, and she's the mother of yeah, his but son. How badass would have been though be... if Shuri was like on the beach and she's crying, she's burning the robe, and she's like, Oh god. And then the wind picks up and she's like, Why is it why is it so windy over here? And then all of a sudden mm-hmm. someone just floats down with the white hair and yeah. he's like, Hello, Shuri. I was banging your brother. <laughs> Like, yeah, like she's just, just like that. She like like what you just said is exactly why I didn't want that to happen. <laughs> <laughs> you know, because in my eyes, like I and I I agree with you. It would have been badass to get a, a glimpse of Storm in this movie, but or just like a story nod. for this story, the way they were telling it, I think Nikia is the right person 
to be in that role of the mother of his son because they already established in the first mo- movie that they were in love and this that and the other thing I feel like- and she she didn't want a part of the be a part of the royal family and all this other shit and but she's always a daughter of Wakanda and everything else right the what do they call her the uh the the war dog the, the war dog the of war Wakanda dog. the war dog um so but the solidified for me Shuri's acceptance of T'Challa's death was her looking into the eyes of her nephew when her nephew's like can you keep a secret I am Prince T'Challa of Wakanda and Shuri's dumb. just like I I mean like, listen man you could think it's dumb I I was I was fucking like oh my god <laughs> oh my god <laughs> I, my know. only thing on that was it, it's just a way to have T'Challa come back in some form as right. Black Panther down the road. But, Agreed, uh, but, but looking at Laetitia Wright while she, while she talks to me. the kid, well, but looking at Laetitia Wright while she talks to the kid, like the acceptance that she had of, of that, like sold it for me. Like, she could yeah, say. listen, it wasn't the worst scene in the world. We've had worse uh, end credit yeah. scenes. I'm looking at you, Multiverse of Madness. Um, but, you know, I don't know. I just, I guess it was one, one thing that for me didn't really enhance the movie too much. You know what I mean? Can yeah, we talk about something before we uh, wrap this up? Yeah, yeah. We didn't even talk about Shuri fighting Namor, which was a badass fight. I was, was going to bring that up actually before we ended yeah. it too. I thought that was actually Bro, a fight, couple scenes that I still want to bring was, up, by the way. I, I thought huh? that okay. was an excellent, excellent way to end it. It was smart, her using her kind of her intelligence versus just strong. Yeah, drying him out. It was beat. perfect. You know what I mean? Like she still struggled, but she at least was able to outsmart him a little bit where he was so weak that he couldn't just finish her off. He needed to get back to the water and she used that to her advantage. That was smart. You know what I mean? I really I, I enjoyed it all. You know what I mean? And I love the fact they didn't kill him off. That was my biggest thing. Yeah. He was such a good villain yeah. and I was expecting them to kill him at the end. Not maybe her to stab him, but you know, maybe he well, tries you, to do something and kills himself accidentally or whatever. And I love that they left they, it. And they also left it where he's still, you know, not trustworthy. He's kind of like, oh, don't worry. No. Like, you know, we're going to we're going to use it to our advantage. Like, really, really well done. I felt like that's the name more from the comics right there. Like, that's a the, thing, like. The, the, the the ending where he's talking to Namorita and and he's like, no, you don't understand. Like now we're strategically placed to like, they're going to need our help at one point and then yeah. we will go what we want. And this and the other. now we have an ally in them and everything like that. Like that's the name more from the comics. Yeah. Like that's the yeah. name more that's like so strategic about his, his world and everything like that. Like that's, that's where you saw the, the parallels, right? The end fight scene was was gorgeous. Like I thought it was um, really well done. I I've thought heard Shuri complains about the CG about the big fight on the ship. But there's a little. I mean, there's a little. There's fine moments, I guess. But it's mostly CG re-re- was the re-re suit. The outfit. Yeah, it's the re suit. It was the suit. Yeah. That, that that's the only thing yeah. that to me looked. The Midnight Angel suits too. Yeah, we're yeah. a little cartoony. Yeah. But, otherwise, the idea of them like like the whole kind of plan, the idea of them of um, the Talo Cottons or whatever. Bringing that that whale with that big giant amount of like bombs, like it was just, it was a cool scene. I really thought it was intense, and it was better than yeah. the ending to the first Wakanda. Yeah, I didn't like the the standoff part at the like where they're like trying to push them off into the water, and like it was a little like eh, for well, me because it was it, it movie, was just right? like that's movie making. You show you yeah. show that these guys are that the, the Talakonians, Talakodans, whatever are 
these like savage warriors right, who are able ruthless, to, right? And then all of a sudden, they at, go, what, at what point are they warriors. not just gonna kill them right there and then and, and start knocking people into the water? Like they're slowly backing them up, type of right. thing. Is just right. mm-hmm. was a little. It was like definitely Hollywood movie. Yeah, you know, we have to have that standoff type of thing, but it just seemed you can't, you can't kill everybody, right? So like, let's just yeah, yeah. yeah you but... know what I thought was uh, a cool little touch. What? Um, when she gets stabbed, I will. I have a double thing to this, a negative and a positive. So the negative, I'll just get out of the way. Um, it seems like she just heals herself very quickly with the Black Panther powers. Um, like she had a whole spear, vibranium yeah. spear through, through her, her body. Yeah. And she just like healed up like it was nothing, which begs differ. Like, why couldn't, right. why couldn't T'Challa heal? But um, with that being said, uh, it was cool because I, it felt like she was on the verge of possibly dying in some way, and <clears throat> she was getting visions. Uh, maybe she a, a glimpse into the, the ancestral plane and finally seeing her mother. You know right, what I mean? I gave her the not seeing Killmonger or something. Not yeah. yeah, not seeing the raging Killmonger, seeing her mother and be like, "All right, now it's like she's past it. She's past that." you are it would have been better yeah. if uh like oh. she's like sitting there she's bleeding out and she looks over on her left shoulder and there's like a little devil who's like what are you waiting for bitch slap that yeah. asshole and it's jason Hughes, <laughs> and she looks over yeah. on her right shoulder and it's another devil and he's like now you probably don't think a little angel's gonna come but i beat his ass go fuck that guy up like, <laughs> that would have made my day yeah that um, made my I, we kind of glazed over this real quick i just want to get get this out there before yeah. we uh before we end this but the the meeting of okoye shuri and riri williams was one of the my favorite scenes in the whole movie it was great really well in, the, in, her, just, in her dorm room yeah yeah it was just one yeah. of my favorite scenes in the whole movie she's like, hiding was, in the bathroom already <laughs> yeah, yeah. see like I would yeah have, like th- this is where disney plus would come in handy marvel should create a bunch of shorts where you see these characters doing the sneaky shit but like from like the distance and you just see how silly it looks like how did she get into the bathroom she's climbing up the side of the building no like i would yeah. love to have like just some random like, a little short of a random student leaving the cafeteria with his little lunch and walking and then he looks up and yeah. there there you see a koye just kind of climbing up the side of a building yeah. sneaking into a mirror, window and he's like what the fuck <laughs> like, you know I would there's, a, there's a bald lady like climbing the building huh. yeah <laughs> that's my favorite part when, when like, like he's like man this bald-headed woman like what are you doing and she's like i told you my makeup looks bad like, <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty funny the dynamic between the three of them i wanted to i gotta say the cgi in this one improved on the first one a lot and not that the first one looked horrendous Besides the final battle, I didn't the first mind one the looked first great, one. But uh, I know the train thing you the didn't. The train like. thing I really didn't like. I just thought it looked silly. But here I feel I like it looked silly too. There yeah. was no moments that really stood out to me as like really bad looking. You know what I mean? Everything looks solid. The action was fantastic. The opening action scene with uh, uh, those guys trying to like rob the uh, the vibranium and then all the Dormalage popping out and just fucking them all up, just really well yeah. done. It was all. It was just. Uh, to me, this was a huge improvement on the first one. The first one's not my favorite MCU movie, and this one is clearly easily, like I said, like we said, I think Scythe top two for Phase Four probably would be in my top Absolutely. ten of overall Marvel movies or MCU movies. Um, yeah, it it, for really me, it goes Spider Man, No Way Home, then Wakanda Forever at yeah. this point. Yeah, well, I have fair, Wakanda, right? no Wakanda and Shang Chi kind of like right there I with agree. each other. I, will, I love Shang Chi. I love Shang Chi, but this is better. I love Shang Chi so much. Like, so I kind of yeah. agree with you, Sight. I feel like they're 
It's got it's like like right yeah. next to each other. This this might have two a two b yeah two a two b type of thing. Let me, yeah. let me clarify this as as a thing, right? Like Wakanda Forever is a better film. See, it's a better yeah, like. Yeah, but I guess it doesn't have to deal with like, the origin of Black Panther. It's it's kind of yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's it was a superhero was, movie. It technically a was a superhero the movie like Shang Chi's. Like yeah, Shang Chi's more entertaining as a superhero movie, or as a comic book movie. This is a better film though. Yeah, I, I can't really argue. Ryan Coogler, yeah. like Ryan Coogler, did his thing on this movie, and he is now like. Of like current directors, like you know, besides your like Scorsese's and your Tarantinos and stuff like that, of like these new age of directors that are coming out, he's on like the top of my list. Yeah, he's up there because Creed Three looks phenomenal really? too. Real quick, Zuplex. I don't think Kubler's uh, doing Creed, th- Creed no, Three. No, he's producing. He's not directing it. Because um, yeah, he he didn't do the second one. He did the first one. One shot wants to know Wade if you're playing Call of Duty after this. Way to uh, uh yes. keep us on brand. One shot. Yeah, take, yeah, take I'm uh, over here. I'm on that long grind to finish out these weapons before Warzone drops tomorrow, so I'm going to probably be on all night. Just listen um, to his voice. He's definitely going to be on all night. Yeah, I, <laughs> I, I was until like 8 o'clock tonight. We're, what else? We're uh, Zuplex, Good you mentioned uh, some other, another scene that you wanted to bring um, up, or did we hit everything? I think we got everything. I think we hit everything at this point. Next um, up uh, in the MCU uh, you know, line is Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. Uh, that's I think later this month, I believe, right? The end of November. Or wait, the introduction yeah. of the best MCU character yet, Kevin, Kevin Bacon. Bacon. And then Kevin uh, Bacon. very early next year, February is Ant Man three, Ant Man Quantum Mania, and uh, Phase five starts. So Phase four is over. Officially, is over. Clearly, Phase four was about passing the mantle, right? Every basically major hero from the phase first four was Infinity Saga about dealing with loss. Well, it was. <laughs> It was like about every movie. Things. It was about dealing with yeah. loss, but and it was about passing the buck onto someone passing else, mental. right? Everyone else. It was about passing every the superhero mantle onto another female. A replacement, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. Mostly female, but every main character <laughs> from the Infinity Saga has a replacement ready to go for the what do they call it? The Time Saga? No, what's the next one called? Kang. Uh, oh, the Kang Saga. No, it, I think it's the Mutant Saga. I think we're going into mutants. No, no, no. Oh no. no. What? No, it's, they had a name for it, the Time Saga. Why can't they get the name of it? I'm drawing a blank, but I gotta look it up because I need to do you justice. The Moon Saga is after all of this. It's after right. Secret Wars. Yeah, and the Time Saga is after all that. No, it's not. Oh. We're in the Time Saga yeah. with, with Kang. No, we're in a multiverse saga. Multiverse saga. No, that, that's what. That's it's what called. I'm asking you. What is the current saga? <laughs> oh my god! The multiverse. God. Now I mean, we gotta do with sagas. Like I'm over it. <laughs> so anyway. The, Infi- the Infinity Saga ended. Phase four was about passing the torch, dealing with the fallout and the loss and the guilt and everything that happened from phase- from the Infinity Saga. Ant-Man Quantumania starts the multiverse saga, which is what I was that's the word I was trying to get to. Um yes. so I really think that, you know, the big complaint from a lot of people was that the MCU movies all felt kind of disconnected. There was no lead up, there was no kind of um through line for all of them. I really feel like starting with Ant-Man, we're going to start to see a lot more cohesion and a lot more of like a specific direction for all these movies. I hope so. Because remember, 2025, it's over. You know what I mean? So we only have two more years, three more years. 2026. No, 2023 is the first year. 2024 is the second year of the Infinity Saga. Then in 2025 is the last, what, six movies or five movies, whatever, and then it's done. Then the Infinity Saga is over. And then it starts the know, multiverse saga. saga. The yeah. multiverse saga is what we're currently in, including phase four. Yeah. I mean, I don't even, I don't count phase four as a saga. 
that, that's a, a stepping off point, as uh, T'Challa would say. Um, if you say so, the whole fa- the whole phase is about the multiverse, but no, I, we'll forget it. Really not, so you say that, but it's really not. Which saga? Let's figure it all out. Feige, give us a map, please, so we how can many, just how understand. How many multiverse shits did we talk about? Kamala Khan had multiverse shit. Doctor Strange 2 had multiverse shit. Spider-Man no Wait, Iron is Man this saga part of a different chapter, though? Like, is that what's happening? What? And that chapter is part of a different series? Like, what? I don't even know. What, <laughs> are you more ways to break this down into, into is this season non- one of Saga 3? Words that <laughs> no, no, it's the first half yeah. of Saga 1 of season, season one two, of Saga 1 of the mid-season premiere of, of the finale of the series. Of phase 6 of... Uh... <laughs> anyway, <laughs> anyway, we're off the rails now. I drank too much whiskey. All right, boys. Thank you guys uh, for spending an hour and a half with me. Thanks for everyone in the chat. We kind of kept a consistent seven to eight viewers the entire stream. That's a pretty good number for us. Yeah, and, nice. uh, like I said, Scythex did a Gorilla Bars. Harry Mack reaction came out today. Uh, Zuplex did a whole bunch of unboxing uh, comic book video. Or, I'm sorry, did an unboxing Quick. comic book video coming out today. Yeah, baby. That's the first appearance Take of Mbaku. Both of those are on YouTube. We also have the captain himself is putting together a trivia contest with a lot of G-Gen and MSR members. That's all going to be showing up on YouTube. I, I'm not sure exactly when it's going to start, but keep an eye out on the YouTube channel for those. Uh, you know, you got Scythe and myself playing God of War. So if you want to see how we do dealing with all the, the drama over there, let us know. Every Friday, you got the Tom McDonald reactions. And uh, so we got a lot of stuff coming out to you guys. There's going to be again. a lot of Warzone this weekend, by the way. Warzone, right? Warzone comes a out A lot of Warzone. I'm off. I'm off and John's off. I'm off for the next two days. And John's off yeah. on like vacation. I'm rocking Warzone as soon as I get out of work, man. Tomorrow there I can't should wait. be if you can get on the servers because we all know those are going to crash immediately. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like there's no yeah. chance. Like uh, tentatively, one o'clock, I should be dropping into Warzone for the first time. But tomorrow, but depending upon server crash and bullshit that happens with all of this, probably three, four o'clock is more likely what's going to happen. <laughs> I'll be home. So perfect. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. All right, boys. I will see you guys uh, next week. Did a room episode 65. And uh, for everyone who jumped into the chat, thanks again. Like and subscribe. You guys know what to do. We'll see you guys next time. Later. Found it forever. Yeah. Found it forever. forever. <laughs> Wakanda forever. <laughs>